Hey, what's up, everyone? This is your next favorite jam with Jam. Welcome back. I'm your host, John Angus MacDonald. And uh, this week, uh, as I record this, it is Monday, March the 28th. This week, I want to uh, dole out five more back catalog interviews from when your next favorite jam with Jam was an Instagram series over on the True's Instagram Live. I'm sort of just clearing out the uh, the closet, if you will, of, of these old interviews uh, that I did over the past couple of years while we've been in a, a pandemic. It was one of the things I did to fill my time. Um, and some of these chats uh, have aged just fine. You know, there wasn't too much going on in, in many people's lives you know, beyond the pandemic and maybe making some new music and, and listening to a whole bunch of music, which is sort of why I started this thing in the first place. Um, so if you still like chats between musicians about music, and getting steered in some cool and clever directions for what to listen to next, then I think you found the right place. So this week, I'm going to give you one a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, a new interview from the back, trying to clear them all out from the back catalog and then get on with some some newly recorded interviews, which I have uh, a few planned for the not-too-distant future. Today, I'm bringing you my chat with Jordan Miller from the Canadian group uh, The Beaches, uh, who are a great rock band that have been sort of ruling for these past couple of years, doing great work, playing great shows, writing great songs. Um, I met Jordan through uh, the Glorious Sons guys, who are old friends of mine. Um, when they were on tour together, I went and saw some shows and met the uh, the ladies in, in The Beaches. And uh, have hung out one or two times since. I uh, really like them all. Great folks, great people, great band. Um, and so Jordan agreed to come on the show um, when I was still in my first quote-unquote season. Uh, that was July, sorry, June 17th of 2020. Uh, yep, she came on the show. And we spent a little time chatting about, you know, this, that, the other thing. And mostly music, uh, you know, and uh, making some recommendations along the way. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to bring you this chat. I'm going to drop a link to the original interview in the show notes. I'm going to drop a link to the playlist, um, the Spotify playlist that's associated with uh, these these songs that are being added. It's called Your Next Favorite Jam with Jam as well. There's a season one and two playlist as well as a season three, four, I think. Yeah. So check that out. If you need a little inspiration, um, and I hope you like the chat. See you tomorrow. Hi. Hey, Jordan. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just hanging out in my in my room with my unicorns. Oh, cool! You got unicorns. This is this is Jordan Miller from the Beaches. In case you don't know, although I, I'm sure everybody knows. <laughs> I didn't know you, I didn't know you were a unicorn aficionado. Oh, I love them. I have like eight on my bed right now okay and i have to move whenever brett comes because he likes to punch them so <laughs> mean yeah i've never known brett to be much of a unicorn fella he is not he is not but whatever maybe that's why he likes me i don't know <laughs> yeah you know it takes it takes opposites to attract 
Yeah, exactly. Um, tell me, I always start off by asking how everybody's been like, I know we're coming out of the, the lockdown thing, but how has it been for you? Has it been all right? Have you been faring okay throughout the whole last three months? Yeah, no, you know what? I've been fine. Um, just been, you know, slowly working. I'm a naturally like lazy person. So this whole period of like not having to like work super hard all the time has been awesome for me. Cool. Are you writing <laughs> yeah. now? Are you doing some stuff like that or getting any of that done? I'm, I'm writing a little bit. I mean, I, I generally write better when I'm in um, a situation where I, I work better like with structure. So when I don't have like a lot of pressure to write, I don't write as well. And it's also kind of hard to be inspired when um, nothing's really happening. I mean, at least in my life. Um, yeah. But but I'm writing here and there. How about you? You writing a lot? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. I've done a little bit. I've done a little bit. I just started producing an artist too. Like for the first time, I'm like back in the studio doing some of that. But oh, cool. Um, yeah, her name's Bernadette Connor. She's a killer singer from like outside of Barrie, a town called Keswick. She's really good. But that's the first thing I've done since the lockdown. It's just been like it hasn't been a super inspired time for me either. But um, you, um, you guys got a tour in though, right? Before this all went crazy, I, I saw you guys like cross the country or something, right? We were so lucky. I mean, yeah, we, we finished our Canadian tour, I think two weeks before shit got real. Right. Um, which is like super awesome for us financially. And also just like the fact yeah. that we got to finish a tour. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, there's a nice feeling to have a break after a tour, you know, mm -hmm. it's not such a great feeling to like cancel your whole tour and have nothing but breaks. You know? <laughs> no, no. So we were already in like chill mode by the time I mean, we got back. I was in, um, uh, the week after our tour, I got really sick. And then we went to Mexico with my family. Okay. And that's when things started to like get really crazy in Toronto. And I was like looking at all these posts being like, oh my God, maybe we should stay in Mexico for an extra week and like wait for this to blow over. <laughs> that would have been not wise. Not a good idea, yeah. yeah. But then we got home and we were like, oh, oh, so this is this is actually happening. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. It's been crazy. Oh, my God. Okay. Tell me, what do you want to add to this playlist I'm building? I've had Brett on to add songs and Max Kerman and Ron McLean and all, all kinds of fun people. I want to I want to hear from you. What do you got? All right. Um, well, I've been listening to a lot of my records during uh, this COVID time. I'm not yeah. really a big like online listener. Um, and I found some songs for you. All right. Um, my first is Alex Cameron. He's an Australian singer. Yeah. And I really like his song, Candy May. I check, I'm going to put a bit on the background. I checked this out before, we, before I came on. And this reminds me of something that was recorded in like 1985. I know. It's you like, I mean? it's like super it was, daddy. Sounds like that. <laughs> It sounds like the end of The Breakfast Club or something like that, or the end of, uh, you know, one of those type of movies. But it's really cool. How do you, I never heard of him. How'd you come across him? I came across him um, two ways. So I think my producer, Jack Knife Lee, did a few of the songs on that record. But I also am like a big follower, uh, follower of the show Girls. And yeah, he's great. dating um, one of the actresses on that show, Jessa. Okay, 
so um, she stars in his music videos and directs them and I don't know, they have a very like cool online relationship. Right. Is Jessa yes. her on camera name? No, um, the ac her actual name is Jemima Kirk. Jemima Kirk, yeah. Do you know yes. that uh, she's the daughter of Free's drummer? Do you know the band Free all right now? Talk about I, Talk about I knew that she had good. like a rock star dad, but I like yeah. never really followed Simon, up his, his name is Simon Kirk. Ah. Yeah, so she's got like true rock and roll bonafides. Yes, she's super cool. She's got great paintings too. She's like a really talented artist. I really like this, you know, when I came up, like I'm a little older than you are, I'm only gonna say a little, uh, mm -hmm. but uh, you know, like 80s music was so dated. Like it, when I started playing guitar and like bands it was still the 90s. Mm -hmm. uh, so everybody like raged, it was like running away from the 80s as fast as possible. But it's cool to see some of these tones and things come back. Even like the war on drugs remind me a bit of that sometimes and just to see some yeah. of that stuff resurface. Um, I don't want to like sidetrack you too much, but Jack Knife Lee, I, I know him, I know his work. How, how's, what's he like to work with? Uh, awesome, awesome. He's, yeah. he's very intense and he's a perfectionist, but he's also one of the most like lovely human beings I've ever worked with. Like uh, um, he, he uh, lives in Laurel Canyon with his family. And we actually like half of our, um, half of our record we produced at his place and he had us over for dinner every night we got to be like we got really close with his daughters he's just like a really cool dude he does not like snakes though he like will take a machete to a snake okay because <laughs> he's like a very avid gardener <laughs> that's a hot tip about jack knife lee i will yeah. uh, i will he's not bring like a really cool irish canyon hippie i don't know he did my favorite, I don't know if you're an R.E.M. fan, I'm a huge R.E.M. fan, and again, I'm dating myself, but like he did their best late period record, um, Accelerate. It was, it's such a good record. It's like such so fiery and alive, you know, like it's, it's great. Yeah. And he did your last, your last album? Um, no, he did our last EP. The Professional, right? The Professional, yeah. That's got some great stuff on it. Oh, thank you. Okay. Candy Mae, Alex Cameron, pick number one. Love it. Mm-hmm. What's next? What's next? Uh, let's go with um, my favorite song of all time, which I think is a bit of a B-side, but I also am very young, so I don't know if a lot of like older people really know this song, but it's Awaiting on You All by George Harrison. Awaiting on You All? Yes. Because I have all things must let me find this. No, this is, yeah. Did I say, I think I sent to you waiting on you all. You sent me all things must pass. No, I did? But that's oh okay. I'm sorry. I have, I have the technology I'm to sorry. change this. I have the technology to change this. Okay. It's at our fingertips. Oh, I know this. This is, it's an outtake from this album, right? You know what? I don't actually, I don't know if I have this on vinyl. But it's wicked. Yeah. You gotta love George. In, I, in any other He's band, my favorite. He's my favorite Beatle. In any other band, he would have been the lead songwriter, genius dude. He just happened to be in the band with two other genius dudes. I know. I know. So good. 
I was yeah. really into like studying religion and spirituality in high school. If mm -hmm. I if I, I wanted to take like religious anthropology in university had I gone. And um, I think one of the reasons I really like George is because he's all about like studying different um, religions and sort of playing with that in his music. And I think he yeah. does that. Well, he's like one of those guys who like, um, he responded to his fame with stoicism, like rather yeah. than like getting reckless or get, like John Lennon got very outward and he got very like, involved socially but he just george got stoic he just went he went inward which is like it's one way you could see it going if you became like as famous as the pope when you're 22 or <laughs> you know whatever happened to them which is pretty nuts absolutely uh, but that's really cool love that pick yeah this is not a well known. i mean as far as i know i don't think it's a well-known george harrison song so i i know i know it it's on the same album as my sweet lord and uh, yeah, all, all things will pass which is i think yeah when when you said like obscure songs to pick i wasn't sure if you meant like obscure artists or like no sides. Uh, yeah no it's just like songs that like you think people should hear that most people haven't heard you gotcha. know and i think this totally fits the profile all right good okay okay i'm happy with my pick then okay all right. got a, i know you got a couple more so yes um uh people get ready by aretha franklin so that's, that's another that's like gospel-y song, but yeah. I just, I think her voice completely shines in this. Right. Aretha is my favorite rock and roll singer of all time. Yep, I saw her. Um, you did? Yeah, I went down. So when Barack Obama got inaugurated, I went down. I was just so caught up in all the uh, excitement. Plus my dad works in DC. So I was able to go stay with him and um we walked down and, and she sang at the inauguration oh was, my god it's unreal the queen of soul yeah this is amazing this is a great sex song too <laughs> is it okay that's another hot tip uh, <laughs> do you, any of this stuff influence your singing like do you, do you incorporate any of this stuff um, I think like, I don't know if you feel this way too, but like, I like to try on a bunch of hats when I'm, when I'm singing, but I get a lot of influence from, from Motown and R&B, as well as just like, you know, 70s rock. I wish I could sing like Aretha. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I just try to sing like Aretha. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a great, it's a lofty goal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't believe like the phrasing you know, of some of these artists, like where they chose to put the words on the beat, you know, it makes all, a, all the difference. It was very interesting for me learning that she also played piano too. Right. Because I think um, she like purposely made the same decisions when she was like playing piano on the record too. Mm -hmm. Chords, right. Unreal. Yeah. Love it. All right, that's on there. That's on right. the list. And last but not least, what's the last one? Five Years by David Bowie, who's uh, my favorite artist of all time. I think I could, of all the things you picked, I, I would have picked Bowie as like, I could hear Bowie in your guys' music. Um, I, I'm obsessed with him. He's fantastic. Mm-hmm.
And yeah. I'd, I'd never heard this song before. Um, my tour manager got uh, Ziggy Stardust for, for Christmas. I played it. It was the first song on the record. I was yeah. like, oh my god, how is this song? Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. It's amazing to be an artist, you know, um, whose material is now like 40 years old and it still sounds edgy, you know? That doesn't happen too often. I think throughout his entire career that was the case. I think it's because he's like a fierce individual. And I think as an artist, that's like an important thing to try for. Not to fall in line with other trends or yeah. get swept. Because I think like, I think fierce individuality sets a trend and then everybody else tries to catch up. <laughs> I just think it's a brave thing to like totally, I don't know, ignore what everyone else is doing. And just try to do what's important to you. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. <laughs> I was listening to, do you know, are you a Lou Reed fan as well? Yeah, here and there. I, I like, like Lou Reed. Like Bowie produced like Lou's most famous album, Transformer, which is like Take a Walk on the Wild Side and, and all these songs, Perfect Day. Um, For real? I knew yeah. he did that with um, Iggy Pop, but... No, it's um, it was Bowie. Bowie produced the Lou album. And then, but Lou made a record after that called Berlin, which right. was like, like really dark and conceptual. Like speaking of rugged individualism and like people blazing their own trail, it's really dark and it's almost hard to listen to at times. It's so dark, but it's so, so good at the same time. And he, he wrote this the whole concept about, because yeah, he in songs like Take a Walk on the Wild Side, he sums up somebody's life in like two minutes. And the producer was like, I want to know what these people are doing like in like 20, 30 years. That was like the parameters he set. Like how do these people end up? Like, you wow. know, people, if you listen to Take a Walk on the Wild Side, it's like these crazy sordid, details of people's lives it's like okay flash forward like where do these people all end up you know what i mean and he wrote that like concept record around it and it's it's phenomenal anyway that awesome. i'm going off now but that I reminded me of Lou. what you said reminded me of Lou. anyway <laughs> i love it all right all right well thank you so much for having me on it was thank thanks for coming on i really appreciate it oh yeah of course yeah and um, i hope to see you in real life as soon as time permits i saw brad a couple of days ago it was nice to see him yeah um and I, you know it's nice to slowly see people again and, and get out of our hiding places <laughs> i know i know i can't wait to back to normal but gotta be safe and see what happens gotta do it right yeah what's right yeah. Okay. say hi to your bandmates Take I care will. Of yourself. thanks john angus thanks, talk to you soon bye talk to you soon bye